Hi guys, Daniel here again. Today we are looking at Genesis 24. So before we proceed, remember to please go read the chapter and then we'll continue. So in this section we look at how Abram sends out his servant to find his son a wife. And secondly, his servant made a request to God to point out a wife for Isaac. The servant then tells his testimony to the young woman's family and they then allow her to travel to Abram. Also we see how the marriage proceeds after she met Isaac. In verse 1, the age of Abram was beginning to have an influence on his body. God also placed Abram in everything he had done up till that point. He then asked the main servant of his house that had authority over all that he had to make an oath to him. He had to swear to God of heaven and earth that he would not take a wife from the people of Canaan. So why would Abram say that? Well, some rabbinic teachers suggest that Abram knew Canaan was cursed because now a son uh, dishonored him previously, if you remember correctly, and that the people of Canaan were wicked and their land would be given to Abram once the children of Abram came out of slavery. And if we read Genesis 24 verse 4, Abram was speaking to his servant and he said, But thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. So the servant asked Abram if she, uh, like if she was unwilling to follow, should he rather take Isaac back to that country where Abram came from, where Abram's family lived? But Abram then told him not to take his son back there. In Genesis 24 verse 7 we read, The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house, and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that sware unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. So Abram then mentioned that if this lady was unwilling to follow him back, um, then the servant will be cleared from his oath. The servant then made an oath and swore that he would not take his son back there. So he prepared ten camels and started his journey to Mesopotamia, to the um, city of Nahor. He was allowed to take so many because he was the supervisor to Abram's house. So when he came to the city well in the evening, he made his camels rest there, and he saw the woman come out to gather water for their families. Note that they did not have running water in the house like we have today. Also, they chose to come that um, time of the day so it's not too hot, or too late so it's not too dark, and they traveled together for safety. The servant then made a request to God, he said in um, verse 12, and he said, O Lord God of my master Abram, I pray thee, send me a good speed this day, and show kindness unto my master Abram. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Lay down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. So while the servant was making a request to God, 
Rebecca uh, came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. She was a granddaughter of Nahor, Abram's brother. In Genesis 24 verse 16 we read, And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin, neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well, and filled her pitcher, and came up. The servant then went up to meet her, and asked her if um, she could give him some water to drink from the pitcher. She then told him to drink and uh, gave him water. She even said that she would give the camels some water until they were satisfied. And some people say that a fully grown camel uh, that's thirsty can drink up to 200 liters of water. Now, if you remember correctly, it said that he saddled up like 10 camels. So that's about 2,000 liters of water that she had to draw up with the pitcher from the well. And then she also had to carry some water back to her family at home. So what we can basically say is, this would really take a long time and a lot of effort for her to do. And she did this for a complete stranger. While she was doing this, he was mesmerized at what was happening and wondered if God had made his journey prosperous or not. In Genesis 24 verse 22 we read, And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight, and two bracelets for her hand of ten shekels weight of gold. Uh, so the servant probably gave her this as payment for the effort that she had already put in. But he also had another issue. He needed a place to stay, for the night, otherwise he would not. Uh, he would need to sleep next to his camels in the open field. He asked her whose daughter she was and if they perhaps had some room for him. She then told him that she is a daughter of Bethuel, son of Nahor, Bethuel's father, and Malka, Bethuel's mother. So she told him um, they had straw and feed for the animals. So then the servant bowed himself down and praised God. Rebecca probably wondered what was going on through this guy's head at that time. In Genesis 24 verse 27 it says, And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abram, who hath not left, left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I being in the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. So Rebecca ran and told her family what she just saw and heard. Her brother Laban ran out of the house to meet this man who was left at the well. So she basically ran home and forgot to take this guy along. He has seen the gold his sister received and he heard his sister said that the man was standing at the well. So Laban told the servant to come into the house that they prepared and that he did not have to stand around outside. The person wonders if Laban was not perhaps interested in the gold uh, because of he ran out to meet him at the well, especially a man mentioning he was a servant to a master. So the servant was almost treated like royalty by Rebecca's family. In Genesis 24 verse 32 we read, And the man came into the house, and he uh, ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provided for, uh, for the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. And verse 33 says, And there was set uh, meat before him to eat, but he said, 
I will not eat until I have told mine errand. And he said, speak on. Something to note is that washing of the feet was a basic custom to do when inviting someone into your home. So the servant told them uh, he served Abram. Also that God provided Abram with many flocks and herds, silver and gold, servants, and blessed everything that he put his hand to. Also that Sarah died, and that all that Abram had has been given to Isaac, his only son. He told them that Abram made him swear to take a woman from the, their country and not from Canaan, and that he was under oath to bring her to Canaan. If he was unable to find uh, someone for Isaac, he would be cleared from his oath. He said that his master told him God would send an angel to make his journey prosperous, and that he would find someone who is uh, a family member. He then told them the situation at the well, where he made a request to God to point out the person um, to ask and how Rebecca assisted him and the camels. Also how he asked her about who her family is and that he made the payment for her, uh, for her help. He then explained he worshipped God for leading him to Rebecca, who is a family member of Abram, to take her back as a wife for Isaac. So in verse 49 we read, and now if ye will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right or the left. He was basically asking Laban uh, if what he perceived was correct and whether they would agree uh, to, uh, for him to take her as wife for Isaac. Otherwise, he would leave the next day and look for someone else. So verse 50 to 52 we read, uh, then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing proceedeth from the Lord. We cannot speak unto thee bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before thee. Take her and go, and let her be thy master's son's wife, as the Lord hath spoken. And it came to pass that when Abram's servant heard these words, he worshipped the Lord and bowed himself to the earth. It is also interesting to note how this is actually the same that God has done now that Yeshua has gone up to, um, to the Father. He has sent His Spirit to search out the bride for His Son. The Spirit is searching out people who are willing to follow Him and lead them to Yeshua. The servant then brought out jewels, silver, gold and raiment and gave it to Rebekah. In the, the culture of that day, it is uh, the job of the groom to provide something for the bride to make herself pretty for the wedding. She then sets herself apart and waits for him to come back. She would light a candle at the window for him to find her um, if he should come at the night perhaps. The groom would uh, be away building a house for them to live in. And only if the groom's father approves on how the house looks and if it's finished, he would only then the groom would go back to fetch his bride. It's almost like uh, Yeshua who went away to build a place for us, and only the Father knows when the Son of Man would return. The servant and the men with him and the family of Rebekah had a big meal that night, 
and he asked the morning that they were be permitted to go back to Abram. Laban asked the servant that Rebecca stay with him just a few more days, and um, then uh, she will come. Usually, the terms of the marriage is also discussed beforehand over a period, and this could be a reason why they also wanted her to stay a while longer. In some countries, the custom was that virgins would get 12 months to prepare themselves to be with um, their friends and families for the last time. But they could not really expect a servant to stay for a long period away from his master. So in Genesis 57 to 60 we read, And they said, We will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah and said unto her, Will thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abram's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebekah, and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gates of those which hate them. So Rebekah and the damsels and nurse rode on the camels, and followed the servant to Abram. Isaac was out in the fields in the evening when he looked up and saw the camels coming. Rebekah also looked up and saw Isaac in the fields. In scripture it says she fell, nafal, from the camel when she saw him. It could have been that she slides off, but the main reason some suggest is that it could have been disrespectful for her to meet Isaac this way. While she was on the camel, she asked who this person was that was walking towards him in the fields, and they told her it is their master, and she covered her face with a veil. So Genesis 24 verse 66 to 67 we read, And the servant told Isaac all things that he has done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent, and took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Interesting that there was no engagement, only an agreement between the families. And then Isaac took Rebekah in front of everyone, which is basically witnesses, as a wife. It would also seem by just stating you want to marry someone in front of witnesses is enough to be spiritually married. Adam and Eve were created man and wife in front of God as witness. They did not have an engagement. Also the terms were she would be a helper. I hope you have learned a lot from this chapter. Also, uh, from the servant spirit being sent out, to how much effort was given to uh, uh, give water to a complete stranger, to how the traditions worked in those days regarding becoming a man and a wife. I'll see you guys in the next chapter.